Hi guys, welcome to season one, episode three of the Twin Mom Diana podcast. So let's talk about self-compassion. So self-compassion is something that I've really been digging my heels into lately. Um, It is probably one of the most important things for our well-being. Um, you know, I used to think that self-care was the most important, but self-compassion is actually seen, is proving to be more important than self-care. Self-compassion is being your own best friend. It's, it may feel even, it may even feel kind of silly at first, but literally just getting into the habit of talking to yourself the way that you would talk to a loved one or a best friend. It's so good for our well-being, especially for people who tend to be hard on themselves. Um, And I would say this probably has to go for a lot of people who have, you know, anxiety disorders and issues with depression. Um, I know I've been there myself, you know, uh, and being too hard on yourself, you know, that really has can have severe consequences so we'll discuss self-compassion a little bit more about that um you know it's it's all about the dialogue in your head you know if you make a mistake um let's say with related to mothers and of course self-compassion is something that is beneficial for anybody you know not just mothers of course um but since my focus is on being a mom and, uh, you know, things like that. That's, that's what I'm going to tailor this talk to. So with self-compassion and being a mom, you know, you could say to yourself, it's okay that I, I didn't get all my kids laundry done. It's okay that we had to pick up fast food last night for dinner. You know, everybody was really tired. I, got home late from work or, you know, whatever the reason is, um, sometimes good enough is okay. And and it's acceptable. It has to be, you know, like nothing can be perfect. Right. And we can't do all the right things all the time. We don't have unlimited time. We don't have unlimited resources. We don't have unlimited energy. We are human. And by nature, we're imperfect. So it's just, it's, it's really accepting that you're a human being who is going to make mistakes. It's accepting that nothing is perfect, that nothing, that we're never going to do perfect things all the time, that, that it's, it's always going to be sort of, you know, sort of a you know an imperfect thing and that that is okay you know so we just we do our best and that's all we can do so like the inner dialogue would go for somebody let's say let's say I'm just I'm really anxious that I didn't get all the laundry done for my kids um they're not let's let's say that they don't have 
the clean clothes that I wanted them to have for today or whatever it is. And maybe they're not going to wear the outfit that I thought would really be the best for today. So I'm going to say to myself instead of, oh, I'm such a bad mom. I should have taken the extra whatever it is, hour, 30 minutes. I don't know to do the laundry instead of instead of going to bed or instead of whatever it is that you you had to do. Um, say, you know what? It's okay. You, you worked a really long shift. It was a hard day. Uh, you, you were exhausted. You hardly got any sleep last night. You did the best that you could. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's, you know, it's, they have other clothes to wear. They're going to be fine. They, they have plenty of outfits and maybe it's not the cute coordinated outfit or whatever it is, but they're going to be fine and they're going to have a good day. And honestly, they're kids. They're probably not even going to think twice about, you know, oh, do I have the right outfit on? Um, Kids, you know, aren't really, especially the little kids, aren't really concerned with things like that, like, like adults are. Um, So it's, it's about getting rid, ditching that image of perfection, which can really be so detrimental uh, to ourselves. And it, it may feel silly at first, you know, you might feel kind of dumb for saying, talking to yourself, like, like, Hey, I'm here for you. I know you're anxious, but honestly, it's, it's just very healthy. It's a very healthy thing to do. It's a healthy way to live, a healthy way to, to think, to try to reshape your thoughts. Um, and when you sort of catch yourself in a moment of, critical reflection, you can, you know, call it out, call it out, point it out to yourself, say, oh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just shame talking myself. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, doesn't, this doesn't necessarily mean because I thought it, that it's true. This is, this is where mindfulness comes to play. You know, Mindfulness says that just because we think something, that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be true or that it is true. We don't have to believe it. We can just say, oh, hey, to ourselves. We can say, oh, hey, I just had this thought. Okay, that's a little harsh or that's a little whatever, and then kind of move on. You don't have to acknowledge it as being real. And so, and that's a really important way to sort of, to frame our thoughts, because sometimes we can be our own worst enemy and our own harsh, harshest judge. I know that, especially when I was younger, I was so hard on myself, so hard on myself, and that didn't benefit me. You know, maybe in some aspects, I guess it's good to have a so, sort of a drive, but just the thought patterns that I had they were toxic and you just kind of kind of get into a a cycle where nothing's good enough and that is not healthy for our well-being it's it's not healthy for it's not a healthy place for our mind to live we are human beings we are fallible we make mistakes Sometimes we say something stupid. Sometimes we do something stupid. Sometimes we don't, you know, do 
as good as we intended to do or do, you know, let's, we don't reach the bar, the high bar that we thought we were going to reach. But you know what? That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with us. That's what we have to say to ourselves. This doesn't define me. It's not that I'm not good enough or it's not that I can't do it. It's that either maybe this is a learning experience, number one. Number two, sometimes good enough is as good as you can do. Sometimes you just, you can't give, you can't prepare the whole healthy, nutritious meal. It's, it's sometimes time is a factor. Energy is a factor. You know, a lot of people are working parents and it just, it's not going to happen all the time. We just have to accept that. So being realistic with ourselves and telling ourselves that good enough is fine is something that is really healthy for our well-being, something that we all need to do. There's a lot of moms who, you know, I see all kinds of posts on social media. You know, we, there, there's a lot of good and bad things to social media, of course, as many of us know. And one sort of cutesy thing is how when a baby is born, you know, the, the parents will show the monthly, one month, two month, three month, so on and so forth pictures. And some, mostly women, I would say, mostly moms, will kind of say, oh, it's a day late, or it's a few days late, or eek, it's, you know, it's like, so what if you're a few days late? Like, you don't have to post everything to the minute, and honestly, I think you, you're probably the only one that notices that. Like, no, no one else is counting the days like you are, like, oh, my kids were born on March 14th, 2020. I need to post my picture by April 14, 2020, and then May 14. It has to be on the 14th of every day. No one's going to know. No one pays attention to that unless maybe they're, I don't know, like a grandparent. And even then, they would not, you know, it would, I, I couldn't see many grandparents looking at it as a critical thing. Um, it's so we just, there's this whole thing of perfection and meeting, uh, you know, standards, feeling like we have to be this perfect thing, especially when it's compared to other people via social media, which is so filtered. People show the side that they want to show you. And I don't, I don't care you know, what it is, people show you what they want to show you, and that's it. And you, you don't see everything. There's no way that you could. And you just can't compare yourself to that because it's, it's a one-dimensional view. It's not the whole picture. You're not seeing a lot. You know, you don't know that, okay, so they take perfect, beautiful pictures every uh, whatever, every month or something, beautiful family pictures, everybody's matching, their hair is done, the makeup's done, you know, they're all fit. You don't, you don't see, you know, the, the struggles that they have to deal with because everybody has them, whether they admit it or not, there's all kinds of struggles that people deal with. 
you know, whether it's interpersonal, whether it's something that's just really deep with inside them, whether it's with their peers, whether, you know, it's challenges of society. There's so many challenges that people face and no one has a perfect life. A lot of people like to pretend, but don't be fooled because buying into that is only going to set you up for failure. So just don't be hard on yourself if you haven't gotten the Christmas decorations up or if if you practice Christmas, that is, if you celebrate Christmas um, or if you don't even put up any decorations. You know, I mean, but I, I think I put them up last year and it was literally right, right before Christmas. I just put up a tree because I had had my twin babies. What were they? uh, Nine months. And I think this was, um, we were maybe towards the end of sleep training. I want to say. Which that in itself is very intense and takes a lot of energy. Um, and on literally the only reason why I even put the tree up is because my brother came over and kind of like talked me into it, but in a fun way. He's like, oh, I'll help you out and I'm going to grab us some wine and we'll, we're going to decorate this tree together and we're going to have fun. So it really kind of motivated me to want to do it. It wasn't like a burden. It was like a fun thing. And I had somebody there to help me. So that actually worked out. But, um, you know, we can only put so much on ourselves. We can only have so much on our plate. And whatever that is, whether it's commitments through work, through family, through friends, through I don't know, whatever things that people have on their plate and it, it it has a max there there is always a max and your attention is gonna go to whatever it's gonna go to but you will you only have so much attention to give out and that's it so self-compassion is really just about accepting that you're human It's obviously nobody wants to just go around making mistakes. That's, I mean, nobody, I don't, I don't know anybody that wants to live like that anyway. I've yet to meet somebody, let's put it like that. I've yet to meet somebody who just wants to do that. So of course it's not something that, you know, we want to do. We're not like, Hey, cool, I made another mistake today. That's awesome. I'll just, you know, check it off on the list of being human. Add another check mark. It's, you know, it it doesn't really work that way. But it's for sure it's something that you need to sort of just embrace. You need to embrace the mess of being human, the mess of being imperfect. The mess of, hey, guess what? I have really bad anxiety, depression, and the best I could do today is X, Y, and Z, and that's it. And then I was so tired, I had to um, just take my shower and go to bed, and that is the best I could do today. And that's it. 
And you know, that's all we can do at the end of the day. All you can do is ask yourself, Hey, did I give it my best? And you don't, don't question yourself. I used to do these things. Could I have been better? Could I, because then I'm always, I mean, it's not everybody does this and it's probably a good thing, but if I look at it that way, I can probably always think of some way I could have done something better. I don't look at things like that anymore. I just look back at the days like, you know what? Did I do a good job? In the moment, I did, I did, you know, very good. I did good enough. And that's it. It just has to be good enough sometimes. I mean, if you can do better, by all means, we we will do better when and if we can. But we also have to accept that outstanding, stellar performance in whatever way, whether it's the food we cook for our kids, whether it's the laundry we did for our kids, whether, you know, it's the, the mess, the cleaning up of the house. I only, I could only you know, clean this, or I could only have, don't do, get, get this garbage taken out. Or, you know, I, I only had 15 minutes and this is what I chose to do with that 15 minutes. You just have to accept that that's it. There's only so many hours in a day. And once you sort of just give in to the mess of being human, give in to the mess of being imperfect, give in to the mess of being a mom, you know, our houses are never going to be perfectly clean. I mean, I have two toddlers. I mean, maybe the day that both of my kids are moved out of the house and I don't have an insanely energetic German shepherd, you know, maybe then, but you know what, that's going to also have a different feel to it as well. So we just, this is it. This is motherhood. This is the mess. And this is what it is. And things are not going to be perfect. You know, maybe I would have had a different standard of, uh, you know, having my house tidy if I were not a parent, but I am. And so this is the best I can do while still maintaining my sanity, while still meeting my own needs. Because we can't forget about number one obviously for sure so you gotta just maintain in your head that you're human and I don't care how smart you are how excellent you are because a lot of times we get real career focused like oh I am so good at this like let me take me for an example right so I'm a nurse and I'm in the perioperative area um with a in the cardiac settings, the cardiac world, I should say. Right. So there's a lot of times I get people ready before their heart procedures. Right. So big part of that is starting IVs. And I've come to be at this point in my career, pretty good at it. So let's just say it's whatever. And I, it's an IV. I think uh, it's a vein. I think I should have gotten with this IV kit. You know what? We we're not perfect. Some days you're going to have aces and some days you just have to say, I tried and get somebody else. You know, I took my shot. That's it. Time for my coworker to, to step in and have a look. So 
it's just being realistic. We are one person. Be realistic with yourself and change that inner dialogue. Just even if it feels silly, because you might feel silly. I'm, it's not really natural to kind of, you know, say to yourself, have these talks like, hey, hey, Diana, this is me talking to myself, guys, and giving you an example. Hey, Diana, I know you are so anxious that you didn't get those dishes done. I know that you hate having those dirty dishes in the sink, but you had an insane day today. You were so tired. You didn't get very much sleep last night. And you got your kids fed. You got them dressed. They were clean and everything before they went to bed. They were happy. And they're, you just, you got them to bed. You laid them down. You did your little quick pickup for five minutes and that was that was it that was that was good enough and just whatever your situation is just don't tell yourself you could always do better they're they're having this never good enough feeling is awful I have been there and I wouldn't trade going back there for anything. No thanks. I think I'll stay away from that. Um, and yeah, I I know I felt like that when I worked in ICU. Now, me today taking the the mental and emotional place I am right now taking that energy into the ICU, how would I respond? I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't ever want to work there again, to tell you the truth. But there was definitely a feeling of never good enough. Now, like I was kind of alluding to, whether how much of that I put on myself versus how much the environment like that, uh, you know, kind of tried to put on its nurses. I'm not really sure because I definitely put a lot of it on myself. But anyway, the point is, it's not a headspace you want to be in. And so this is another place that mindfulness comes in. And I do a lot of talk about med- meditation. I recommend it to to my moms. I think it's wonderful. And it's really kind of... Um, it doesn't really seem to have much benefit at first because I can remember sitting there, you know, trying to focus on my breath. And for me, not necessarily for everybody, what works the best for me is I like going through a guided meditation. And some people will just kind of, like there's an app called the Calm app. Some people will just sort of like uh, something that will sort of tell them how long it's been, like a timer or something. And this is sort of unguided and, you know, maybe, I don't know, that's, that's what works for some people. But for me, I like the guided because my mind kind of goes everywhere. And with the guided, it's just easier for me to rein it back in because I kind of need to occupy my brain with something. So if I'm going to occupy my brain with something, I'm going to picture my lungs, 
getting real big, expanding and contracting, and my stomach, you know, really taking those deep diaphragmatic breaths. I'm going to picture my stomach and my lungs inflating and deflating while I'm closing my eyes and just sort of focusing on breath in, breath out. And I'm going to, I need that visual. And the guided meditations for me also sort of help fill some of the gaps in where my mind would like to go maybe to my to-do list or to, ooh, let's think about that big thing that just happened uh, two hours ago, whatever it is. So instead of focusing on sort of the extraneous chatter in our minds during meditation, for me, I need to get something to occupy my brain. So for me, guided meditation is perfect. And um, I right now I'm doing the 10% app. It's pretty great. It's a paid, it's like 99 bucks a year. I think you get a week for free. I'm not getting any type of sponsorship for from them for mentioning them. I just, it's something that I really like. It's um, it teaches you about meditation and it also kind of tailors little, little programs. There was one work life balance one I just went through that was pretty cool. And another one I'm doing right now is the basics of meditation. And I picked it cause I'm interested in it. If you're not interested in it, interested in it for sure, don't pick it, but that's something I kind of like to get all nerdy like that and know more background about stuff. So for me, I really like it. Um, but you know, there's a lot of different things that you can pick. They do like two to maybe four minutes of teaching and then I don't know, 10 minutes or less of meditation. So it's roughly a 15 minute thing. Um, but you guys, you guys should check, check it out. Headspace is really good too. Headspace is actually uh, what I really started with for guided meditation well before YouTube got all their commercials. I used to do this one YouTube video that was real cool. And still, uh, excuse me, until it started having commercials in the middle of it. And obviously that's not really going to fly for meditation. So I stopped doing the YouTube one and started doing Headspace. And I really like that one too. It's just this thing with 10%. It's cool because it kind of takes you through little mini series of programs um, that can maybe take you a week to do. So I kind of like it. You can take a week, check it out for free, see if you like it. Um, But for me and for people maybe who have ADD, I don't know, um, I mean, I definitely have ADD. Maybe that's why I like the the guided. I know there's people who don't. But, you know, you, you're not going to know until you try. So give it a shot. And as I was saying before, meditation feels really kind of strange and questionably beneficial when you start it because your mind is just going to so many outside things. But it's really, if if you stick with it, eventually you can get to the point and it, it doesn't really take too long. You just have to stick with it on a regular basis. Like try to do it every day, even if it's three minutes in the morning, you know, if you look at there's 24 hours in the day, 
you could say to yourself, come on, I can find three minutes for myself. So whatever it is in the morning, I, when I started, found that I really like to do it midday on my lunch break. And I would do like a three minute meditation. And even that literally would flip my attitude 180. I'd be kind of anxious and frustrated or even flustered to being really relaxed, you know, and then just chugging through the rest of my day in the hospital or wherever I was. So you got to give it a shot, but also know it doesn't work overnight. It's something that you sort of has to have to stick with to get the benefits. And if you feel like your mind is going everywhere and you're not really sure if you're doing it right, you just have to give it time. Just stick with it. Um, but I think those apps are fantastic to get going. And so the theme of this podcast, like I was saying, self-compassion. So give it a shot. Give that internal dialogue a shot. And if you have any questions, just message me. You guys can message me on Instagram or reach out to me at www.twinmomdiana.com and just send me a message through there. I'm happy to help. Um, so I hope you guys all, I, I wish you guys all well. Happy holidays and have a good rest of the year. So happy new year as well. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Be well.